finally here we are the big day afcon 2021 is upon us what a joy what a feeling a raft of positive covid-19 cases among competing teams has marked the days leading up to this tournament which led to the organizers capping crowd limits at 60 percent of capacity and 80 percent when the host place speaking of hosts i am olamide abe the party was not spoiled for the home team as Cameroon came from behind to beat Burkina Faso at the 60,000 Olympic Stadium. It is the perfect start for the indomitable Lions as they seek to win their sixth continental title on home soil, hosting the tournament for the first time in 50 years. Sunday's victory was greeted with celebrations across the country, not just with fireworks lighting up the sky in the economic capital of Douala, but also car horns and vuvuzelas sounding just across everywhere in the city streets. The match and opening ceremony was attended by FIFA President Gianni Infantino and CAF Supremo Patrice Motsepe, as well as Cameroon's 88-year-old president who has ruled the country for 40 years. He is the longest ruling non-royal leader in the world. But we are not here to talk about the oldest head of state in Africa. We are here to review the actions in match day one, preview the actions that is to come in match day two, give you the daily trivia, also talk about how CAF's strict policy has been regarding COVID-19. And that's episode one of Made in Africa AFCON 2021 podcast. Oh, what the? Oh, what a goal! It's perfect delivery. How about that for a tidy finish by Sangare? 1-0. Penalty. Abubakar against Kofi. Abubakar. 1-1. One, one. Oh, my word, that was so nearly a second. And he points again to the penalty spot on the score sheet. Mateo. Or will Coffee go for that spot? He puts it to the other side. Genius! Master of that approach. And look, he's not even looking. Keeps his eye on the goalkeeper. The referee blows his whistle. Cameroon celebrate a 2-1 opening tournament. Indomitable Lions captain Vincent Abubakar scored twice to give the host nation Cameroon a 2-1 victory over Burkina Faso in the opening match of the 2021 African Cup of Nations. The host came from a goal down to edge the resilient Stallions at the sold-out new Olympic Stadium in Juande on Sunday. Gustavo Sangari gave the Burkina Bays the lead with a ferocious volley into an empty goal after 24 minutes following a defensive outlet in the Cameroon box. The goal shocked everyone. It shocked me. It shocked the entire world. It shocked the home fans who rallied behind their team. But 12 minutes later, they were in wild celebration after Traore brought down Andre Aguisa in the box for a Cameroonian penalty. Abubakar calmly slotted in the equalizer, sending Burkina Faso's goalkeeper the wrong way to get his side back into the game. Vicent Abubakar dispatched a second penalty on the stroke of halftime when Fike Collins was fouled by Dyer in the area. Vicent Abubakar thereby became the first player to score two penalty goals in Nations Cup match in nine years. So this is where our driver is going to be coming from today. Who was the last player to score two penalty goals in Nations Cup? So send your answer directly to plus two three four eight zero three two three two nine five six seven on WhatsApp. Again. Plus two three four 
8032329567 on WhatsApp and you are going to stand a chance of winning 1000 naira airtime and also be in contention for the authentic jersey that we are going to be giving away after the Nations Cup final. 10 minutes into the second half, Vincent Abubakar scored again but it was flagged offside for his initial pass to a teammate. Abubakar's third disallowed goal means we are still without a single hat-trick in the African Cup of Nations since Sofian Aloudi of Morocco scored three goals against Namibia in 2008. In the second group game, Cape Verde claimed a key victory to open their Nations Cup campaign by defeating Group A rivals Ethiopia 1-0 at the Olympic Stadium in Yaoundé. The match ended on an early red card suffered by Walia Ibex, allowing the Blue Sharks to control the game and strike through Juliet Tavares as they picked up all three points and joined Cameroon at the top of their group standings. The Blue Sharks generally seemed more than happy to sit on their one goal lead, feeling that Ethiopia lacked the penetration and the physicality to get back into the context. Thereby, their approach proved a cunning one as they comfortably saw out the game and claimed all three points on offer. All the four teams will be back in action on Thursday with Ethiopia facing Cameroon and Cape Verde battling Burkina Faso both at the Olympic Stadium. That's part one and in part two we review the actions that are to come tomorrow. The group's clash between Morocco and Ghana will be a kind of an early final. The two giants of Africa will be playing at the state Amadou Aijo in Yaoundé. Morocco's Atlas Lions are with our profile players such as Achraf Akimi and Sofian Bufal among others and they are among the favourites to counter any of their opponents. But the Ghanaians led by Thomas Pate and Andre Ayu can easily complicate the Moroccans' plan and even go on a promising streak. Bosnian coach Valid Alil Odzic will lead Morocco in their 18th Afghan appearance, seeking to win their second title after having done so 46 years ago in 1976. Ghana being four-time champion are able to present themselves at an equally high level and they should be touted as one of the powerhouses of continental football in Africa. They are also a favourite for this triumph and despite having won four titles, Ghana team has lost the most finals in the competition history by falling short in 1968, 1970, 1992, 2010, and 2015. We've been talking to Ghanaian you know they are hyped the atmosphere here is just crazy it's immense because even before the game yesterday they were all optimistic they were expecting Cameroon to you know beat Burkina Faso in the first leg and it happened yesterday when Vincent Abubakar scored the first goal at Mahouti I remember everyone came out they were jubilating and all that when he scored the second goal the jubilation was incredible like it was times three of the first equalizing goal so everyone the pub outside you, you can't walk about let's say 20 steps without seeing a drinking pub with people watching it's like the tv every shop on yaoundé street there's a tv and everyone is gathering drinking cheering jubilating and supporting their nation like the bike men the motorists everyone has the um, cameroonian flag the atmosphere was crazy yesterday especially after they won the game 
so everyone is hyped it's not that the afcon has no you know engagements most people feel that yeah, the, most people are not interested in african football but i think with the atmosphere yesterday you see that cameroonians like football not the fact that it's been hosted here the place i am right now the 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 opener the opening ceremony and everything wasn't happening in this area but it was as if it was happening in this area because we had traffic um plenty noise the sounds from the fans the flags and everything so it was incredible then about ghana morocco versus ghana today i think it's going to be a very very tough game because ghana has an history ghana history with north african teams are not that good even in their local leagues play with north african teams it's not that good their record so i'm expecting a very tough very difficult game today um, most people are predicting a draw for ghana that's ghanaian chinese here they are predicting a draw for ghana but i think it's going to be very tight but me personally i think ghana has the quality to beat morocco today i'm going for a ghana win maybe a narrow win 1-0 or 2-1 that is what i'm predicting i think it's going to be a cracker ghanians will be behind ghana today and i think moroccans because i saw during the training session i saw a lot of moroccans journalists they were all confident they were relaxed because they feel that the game will be uh, very easy for them then as for the possible lineup i think it's going to be pretty basic like what we've seen before in the ghana matches i'm expecting yadom and yadom the red back um daniel mate of leicester city sorry daniel mate of the of leicester city the center back alexander jiku center back left back Rahman, chelsea player then the goalkeeper Jojo Walcott, that's the defense. Midfield, I'm expecting Arsenal's Thomas Partey to be in the midfield with uh, Gethafis, right? Olivent, I think. Maloka, sorry, Mallorca's um, Baba Idrisu to be in the midfield with Thomas Partey. I'm expecting the Ayu brothers, Jordan Ayu and Andre Ayu, to be in the starting lineup. I'm also expecting Kofi Tre from Bundesliga 2 to be in the lineup. I'm expecting Richmond and the Yadom to be striking up front for Ghana too. So I think it's going to be a very tight game, but Ghana have learned from their 3-0 defeats to Algeria. I think from that, they can improve and, you know, put good performance. Let's check some mind-blowing facts about the match that is to come between the Atlas Lions of Morocco and Black Stars of Ghana. Morocco and Ghana have met three times previously at the African Cup of Nations, all in the group phase. Their 8-0 well record is perfectly balanced with one win each and one draw. Meanwhile, these three games have only provided three goals. This is Morocco's 18th participation in the African Cup of Nations. Their only titles date back to 1976 and the only time they've reached the final since then was in 2004, losing 2-1 against host Tunisia. 2004 was also the last time they made it past the quarterfinals. Morocco considered only one goal in six games during the qualifiers for this Cup of Nations, which is the lowest tally of all the 24 teams in this tournament. This is Ghana's 23rd appearance in the African Cup of Nations, the most after Egypt's 25 and Côte d'Ivoire 24. The Black Stars won the African Cup of Nations in four of their first seven appearances in 1963, 1965, 1978 and 1982, but have won none of their subsequent 15. They have nevertheless reached semi-final in six of their last seven editions, which is more than any other team over the period. 
This match against Morocco will be Ghana's own threat in the African Cup of Nations. The Black Stars joined Egypt as the only team to reach the century landmark. Since 2008, Ghana's Andre Ayou has played 2,474 minutes, which is more than any other player in the African Cup of Nations. He is also Ghana's leading scorer in the tournament with 9 goals, having found the back of the net in each of his last 5 AFCON participations. To Zimbabwe and Senegal the Teranga Lions have won their two previous encounters with Zimbabwe at the African Cup of Nations, both by a 2-0 scoreline in 2006 and 2017. Senegal are making their 16th appearance at the African Cup of Nations. It's a record for a team that has never won the trophy. The closest they came to winning the tournament was in 2002 when they lost in final on penalties to Cameroon and in 2019 when they lost 1-0 to Algeria. Senegal have won their opening game in each of the last three African Cup of Nations versus Senegal in 2015, Tunisia in 2017, Tanzania in 2019. And since 2017, Senegal have kept more clean sheets than any other team in the African Cup of Nations, keeping 8 in 11 matches. The Warriors of Zimbabwe are making their fifth appearance at the African Cup of Nations. They have finished bottom of their group in each of their four previous participations and have never kept a clean sheet in 12 games. Sadio Mane has scored or assisted 43% of Senegal's goal over the last two African Cup of Nations, scoring 5 and assisting 1. He has also completed 37 dribbles since his debut in the competition in 2015. That is more than any other player over the period. Malawi is appearing at just their third AFCON and they are due to play Guinea at Bafusam. Here are the match facts. This will be the first encounter between Guinea and Malawi at the African Nations Cup. The National Elephants of Guinea are taking part in their 13th African Cup of Nations. Senegal are the only other team with more appearances at the tournament without ever winning. The closest they came to winning was in 1976 when they finished second to Morocco in what was then a final group standing. Guinea have reached the knockout stage of the African Cup of Nations in five of their last six participations but have never progressed further than the quarterfinals in that time. Malawi's two previous appearances at the African Cup of Nations were in 1984 and 2010. They finished bottom of their group on both occasions, winning only one of their six matches. The Flames scored only four goals in six games during the qualifying for the 2021 African Cup of Nations, which was the joint lowest tally of all the 24 teams at this year's tournament alongside Comoros. Malawi striker Richard Umbulu was the sole scorer in all of his country's three wins in 2021, scoring the sole goal against South Sudan and Uganda in March and the only goal against Mozambique in September. Tournament debutants will be meeting Gabon and here are the match facts. This will be the first encounter between Comoros and Gabon at the African Cup of Nations with Comoros one of the only two nations to make the AFCON debut this year alongside Gambia. Since the turn of the century, only three of the 11 AFCON debutants have progressed to the knockout stages of the tournament. Equatorial Guinea in 2012, Cape Verde in 2013 and Madagascar in 2019. The Comoros scored only 4 goals in 6 games during qualifying for the 2021 African Cup of Nations. That was the joint lowest tally of the 24 teams present at this year's tournament alongside Malawi. 
This is Gabon's eighth appearance at the African Cup of Nations. They are yet to progress further than the quarterfinals and are winless in their last five games, drawing three and losing two, which is their longest drought in the tournament. Since his debut in the competition in 2010, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has been directly involved in 69% of Gabon's goal in the African Cup of Nations, scoring 6 goals and assisting 3 out of his team's total of 13 goals. In part 3, we will discuss how CAF officials have set down tough rules in a bid to prevent the competition from becoming a super spreader event by requiring the teams to play even if they just have 11 players available. Gabonese star Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang was forced to isolate in his hotel after testing positive on Thursday and they will miss him and three other players. But coach Patrice Nivier told news conference on Sunday that he is confident that they are going to overcome despite the setback. Morocco's Aymen Bakok and Ayub Elkabi will miss their match against Ghana in Gironde due to Covid while star striker Sevias Yusuf N. Nasiri is carrying an injury. Senegal could be without captain Khalido Koulibaly and Chelsea goalkeeper Edward Mendy for Monday's game against Zimbabwe in Bafusam, having already been forced to leave six squad members behind in Dakar to recover. That has left coach Aliou Sisei with only 17 players to choose from against Zimbabwe in Bafusam on Monday. Malawi's preparation for their first Afghan match in more than a decade on Monday has also been hit hard by COVID-19 infections, which is threatening to play havoc with the tournament in Cameroon. Malawi will be without their coach Mario Marineka and six players after returning positive results in testing on Saturday. Their Group B opponents, Guinea, are in similar predicament with four more cases recorded at the weekend. Defenders Fode Kamara and Ibrahima Sorikante, defensive midfielder Mori Konate and forward Morgan Gelavugi will not be available to play their next match according to the Guinea Football Association. Guinea had already left three players behind in Rwanda where they were preparing for the tournament because they tested positive and were isolating. Sunday's opening match saw Cameroon without four players who were isolating after contacting the virus while Burkina Faso had six players missing out from their team. Burkina Faso protested the laboratory results on Saturday, calling it a fraud and claiming that their top players had been targeted by some authorities in Cameroon. But the CAF's appeal committee rejected the protest, pointing out that COVID-19 testing of players at the tournament is being conducted by an independent laboratory from Europe. A new ruling from CAF dictates that if any player tests positive, they will not be authorized to go near the stadium or participate in the match, while teams must lay as long as they have a minimum of 11 players, even if they have no goalkeeper available, an outfit player must play in that position. Teams that do not have a minimum of 11 players available will be considered to have lost the match 2-0, according to CAF. That's Made in Africa podcast. Brought to you by Dollarport Tech Services. We just don't break the news. We break it and surround it with analysis. How it happened and why it happened are very important to us. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcast.